episode number 132 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We are recording on October the 3rd, 2021. My name is Eric, the host of the show, based in southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator, and computer geek. As a first responder, I witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services during major events, started in a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer. I'm Alan. I'm a safety trainer, first responder, security expert, overall safety nerd, and I apologize to the viewers in the live chat. We were waiting for Ian, and he's not here, so that's why it took us an extra minute to come on the air. And it begins. I'm Jeff, not Ian. Uh, I'm based in Central Ontario. <laughs> I'm a target shooter and general overall handyman. <laughs> You're not the soon-to-be handyman or a soon-to-be ham radio operator yet. I just were waiting to see if somebody was actually legitimately paying attention. Clearly, Brad, you're the only one. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm from Eastern Ontario. I've been in preparedness since the ice storm of '98. Constantly trying to better myself, and I consider myself a part-time amateur prepper. And if you want to help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air, you can buy some swag. We've got uh, the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the tactical Velcro patch at prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds help keep the lights on, the backup generator fueled, and the search for Ian continuing. <laughs> if you are enjoying the show... If you are enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and like us on Facebook, submit a review on iTunes. We also want your feedback, good or bad, even if there's just a topic you want us to cover. The topic of where Ian is is not up for discussion at this particular time. You can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Also, if you'd like to join the search, you can email us as well. All right, so we've got some frosty content for you in this episode. We're going to start off with some preparedness-related news articles. Uh, next, we'll let you know what we've done for our preparedness uh, since the last episode. Then we're going to get into the main topic, getting ready for old man winter, because, yep, it's just around the corner. I know, I know. Let's uh, move my, into the news. My, my, the three articles I put in here are following a bit of a theme. See if you can find the common thread between them. Uh, the first one is from Global News here in Canada. says that Alberta is asking for military assistance for the hospitals. The second article I put in is from the U.S. It says the state of New York is replacing fired hospital workers with the National Guard. If you dig a little deeper into that, uh, all those workers were terminated because they refused to get uh, vaccinated and the National Guard, who is not under mandate to be vaccinated, will be replacing them. Third article I put in here is from BBC, and it is showing how the, uh, how the Australian military, or Australia is using their military to enforce lockdowns in Melbourne and other parts of the country. I'll let you draw the conclusions. Things just keep getting more and more interesting. So I've got, uh, I've got an article here uh, from Nanaimo, and it just says, uh, October is dedicated to emergency preparedness in Nanaimo. So uh, just an interesting article that uh, you know, people are starting to focus on emergency preparedness again, and uh, it's not COVID-related, so that's kind of nice. That's really strange, given that September mm -hmm. was emergency preparedness month. Which, by the way, we managed to not acknowledge <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Not we very did, well prepared yeah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we all failed. That's just we were too busy looking for Ian. Yeah. In all fairness, <laughs> it's Ian's fault. He totally was just Ian's a show fault. notes for us. Yeah, yeah. We're just and we're, we're disorganized. An article there. The um, there's a 
large volcanic eruption going on in Canary Islands. It's been going on for a couple of days, but apparently it's uh, getting increasingly, quote, agitated, as they say. Um, there's been close to 1,200 homes destroyed. Um, at the beginning of the, the volcano, of course, there was lots of uh, smoke and toxic gases and basically forced people to stay in their homes. It was uh, It was so bad that Basically, if you went out without any breathing protection, uh, you ended up in the hospital. So, um, ooh. Thanks. See, yeah. that is really good reason to wear masks outdoors. I would agree. That, mm-hmm. that is a yeah. good reason to do it. Yeah, I'll let want you draw your own conclusions. It's just, that's how the night's going to go, is it? Everybody just draws their own conclusions. So we just draw the conclusion to carbon monoxide and be done with it, or...? Oh no! I've got like five more. <laughs> Four minutes fifty-seven <laughs> seconds uh, for those of you keeping track. Yeah. All right. Let's move into what we've done lately for preps. You're up, Jack. So I uh, closed up my mom's uh, trailer. She's got a trailer at a campsite over the summer, so I closed it up for the winter. Drained all the water lines. Um, put uh, antifreeze down all the all the traps and the sinks and all that stuff. Uh, and I uh, changed the belts on my snowblower. I noticed when I did my spring uh, shutdown on them that a couple of the belts were starting to get cracked. So I replaced them and I swapped out the summer bag in my truck for my winter one. I know it's not that cold yet, but it was on my mind and I figured I better do it while I'm thinking about it or I will not do it. So. It's better to wait, be prepared. Hmm. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird for this podcast. <laughs> I know it's a brand new concept. <laughs> so, uh, for myself, I uh, watched an episode of the Ham Radio Crash Course, which uh, I've, I've watched quite a few episodes. But um, Josh, who hosts that, uh, did a live stream last night on uh, automatic packet reporting system or uh, APRS. And thanks, Josh. Now I got to go buy another radio. Uh, but uh, it seems like uh, it, it, I'm completely blaming Josh and the uh, the ham radio crash course because of because of that episode. But uh, a neat little setup, and I can see all kinds of um, uses in in the preparedness world for the for the system. So I'm going to start uh, playing around with that, and maybe we'll do a ham radio version Less. three. But uh, Jeff, you can't come out until you're licensed. I think this should be. Four. What's All right, five? I'll go the back. Less room on the shelf now, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's always room for another radio. Always. <laughs> Radios are like ice cream. They don't actually take up any room. No. <laughs> they don't really count for anything. They're just there and they're fantastic. No, no as I sit here, I can count one, two, three, four, five, six. So I got, I got lots of rooms. I have, I have nine with indirect contact. <laughs> and that doesn't include the ones that are in use. Um, <laughs> I uh, finally got the exterior of my garage finished. It is a fully sealed building. The siding is on. The roof is done. The eaves and soffit. and It's fantastic. Um, now I'm waiting on Hydro One so I can get the power in and then I can move on. Um, so that's uh, now somebody else's fault that I'm not ready to go and not me. Um, I also, in terms of direct <laughs> preparedness items, I checked my carbon monoxide detectors in honor of Fire Safety Week, which starts today. So seven minutes, 32 seconds hey. for you talking about it unprompted. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for those with scorecards. Uh, <laughs> seven minutes and also five weeks without Ian. Yeah, this, yeah, this is true. Who knows? Ian's got to come back at some point. That is true. <laughs> we are still actively recruiting, though. So if anybody would like to replace Ian, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. 
<laughs> we don't know if he's ever coming back. <laughs> we hope so. We, we hope, hope so. so. We, we do like hope you. so. We do yeah. like he's, he's not missing on purpose. We're, we're just no. genuinely missing him. Yeah. And uh, as Kyle said in the live <laughs> chat here, uh, there's a rumor that if you say CGN deal three times, he'll magically show up. But I think you have to say it three times backwards in the dark in the bathroom into a mirror. Into a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I had a pretty busy week. All I'd had uh, time for was cleanup and a little, a little bit of organizing and cleanup in my uh, in my storage room in the basement. But things are getting there. Total rearranging of that room, and it'll get there. Yep, yeah, it takes time. And by the time you're done, you'll find five oh, more yeah. things that you want to change. It's usually how it works, anyway. Of course, of course, right. <clears throat> but, Kyle uh, points out in the live chat as well. What about gasifiers? Uh, good point. Scott is also missing this evening. He may as well like get a little love from us as well. He hasn't been out for a little bit either. So it's too, bu too busy building his gasifiers. He's too busy building his gasifier. Yeah. Which I, I think is kind of a legitimate and for reason. The people with the scorecards, that was nine minutes and six seconds. <laughs> and Scott's not even here. <laughs> I'm, I'm now five shots behind. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, we'll, uh, we'll touch here on the uh, wide area mag section. So uh, just a reminder to everybody out there, um, panelists here, we like learning new things. Uh, there's some pretty intelligent people I like to think on the panel, especially with Ian not being here now. Uh, you know, and there's lots of skills out there and talents that maybe uh, those of us on the panel don't have. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a unique skill set, you've got uh, a unique idea or a topic you'd like to cover, uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. You're welcome to, to come out and share your knowledge either with us uh, live, uh, spend the evening, uh, you know, bantering back and forth and cutting up Ian for not showing up. Uh, or you can send us information and we'll gladly get it out there without you having to come on the show. So um, up to you. But if you've got a skill set or something um, that you think could help us out uh, and we can get out to listeners, uh, please reach out and uh, come out and join us or share the information. We'd love to hear Bonus it. Bonus points if you have an opinion on carbon monoxide. This is true. Or gasifiers. Or, or with gasifiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move into the main topic, shall we? Um, so <laughs> I think this is the fourth time I'm going to have to mention this. Um, <laughs> with winter coming, what do you do to get ready? Um, the sooner you prepare for it, the better off it will be when you get those early, um, early season weather events that, uh, that that make us remember that we are Canadian and um, we only get six months of good wind, good construction weather a year. Um, so my my big one, only because Eric got all of his notes in before I did, uh, have your fuel burning appliances serviced, make sure your chimneys are clean and ensure everything is venting properly and sealed so that fumes don't get into your house. Uh, also stock yep. up on poo paper so that if you get stuck in for a few days, you're not using socks. That's that's about what I have. There's there's not much beyond that, uh, in my opinion, that really matters. Everything else is secondary. As long as your carbon monoxide system is uh, is in check, you're good to go. I'm going to take a second here to mention that Scott has showed up in the live chat. So he's here. He's just so not, he's here. He's just not joining us on the. He's panel. just not joining us online. So we're just going to revert back to cutting up Ian. Scott's here, so. Well, right. at least somebody made the effort. Yeah, he's sort of here, but he's sort of not. There's nothing wrong this with cutting true. him up. This is true. Well, you know, we'll see. All he's right. participating. So, he's participating. So, yeah, he gets uh, he gets a participation <laughs> ribbon, I suppose. Yeah, That's all Scott's ever gotten. 
<laughs> Yikes. Shots fired. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So I've, I've listed out a few things here that I kind of go through. Um, I like to split my, my preps and the way I, I rotate things and change things by season. It just kind of gives me a, a marker during the year as to when I start doing things. Um, so in when uh, winter's starting to show up, I like to rotate fuel. Um, and I might do that throughout the, the seasons as well as my uh, my stock goes down, I'll obviously fill back up. Uh, but any kind of fuel I've got sitting around right now gets dumped into the vehicles. Uh, that way it gets burned off in, in the truck or the car or whatever. And then I have fresh stuff for the winter. So I'll fill up the, the jerry cans, uh, put some stabilizer in there as well. So it's good to sit for the winter. Uh, and then I've got uh, fresh stock. So uh, nope. I've got a couple of cans set aside. And then I've got my big jug as well. So I can uh, fuel up the snowblower and, and all the, the fun snow toys. Yes, Jeff, the- I don't have a sled. I know. Do you yeah, run premium yeah, yeah, in, well. in your, uh, or do you, do you store premium or do you just store the regular nope. stuff with stabilizer? Just the, just the regular stuff with stabilizer. And I've, I've never had a problem. I know I'm going to get some hate mail now saying that, but, uh, teach their own <laughs> fuel. Well, and if you're rotating it often enough, it shouldn't matter, right? Yeah. No, I've, uh, I have yet to have a problem yeah, I have, now, saying I have that six, I'm going to have a problem this winter, but you know, I have six jerry cans and they're numbered. Each one has a double number on them. One and seven, two and eight so i can i one is for one and seven is for january and july mm-hmm. if i yeah, don't okay. if i don't use it before then i'll use it and then go and fill it and put it back in rotation so that it's set for that month i like that i, like I don't that. Have yeah that's good mm-hmm. yeah that's get good. a get a was- big jug of canadian tire stabilizer and make sure yep. you when you fill it put in two or three tablespoons of stabilizer and shake it a little bit or put the stabilizer in before you yep. put the fuel in and put it away and never have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that rotation style. That's good. I like it. That's a good cool. one. Uh, so I've got another thing on my list here is um, wood supply. Make sure it's sufficient. Now, you're obviously going to know what you burn through or you should know unless this is your first time in a house with a with a wood stove or wood wood uh, heating. Uh, but you should have a general idea of what's going to be sufficient for you to get through the winter. So just double check it. Make sure that you've got enough wood uh, ready to go and make sure it's close to the house because it sucks trudging through snow to get wood. Um, you know, so <laughs> just make sure it's close by and ready to go. Um, the fun stuff, swapping out your uh, bug out bag, go bag, whatever kind of bag you want to call it. Um, it's time to swap out your, your summer stuff uh, and put in your winter stuff. Um, so, you know, you're going to swap out your, your extra clothes for some winter clothes, uh, throw a pair of gloves in there, you know, a winter hat for a ball cap, uh, hand warmers. Those things are fantastic to have with you. Those are you. the best. If you don't have Go. half a dozen, you're doing it yeah. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Get half a dozen and then get another half sunglasses. dozen. Sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. Always have an those extra, with me. Yeah, an, an extra pair of sunglasses does wonders, especially yeah. in the winter. It gets so much worse in the winter. Oh, it does it ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, Swap batteries in your carbon monoxide detector. I, I added it that just me. in case we didn't get to it. Just in case we didn't get to it yet, I added that to my list to kind of <laughs> stoke the fire a little bit. But I didn't have to because we've already gone there twice. Uh, I charge up charge up booster packs. So I've I've got that uh, little booster pack I carry in my kit. Um, so I always just throw it in the charger for the night, make sure that it's uh, it's good to go and ready for the winter. Because that's chances are that's when I'm gonna have to boost the boost the truck is in the winter mm-hmm. time. So. Um, it's time to put the summer toys to bed. So, you know, swap the oil out, get them ready for storage, uh, and do that now while it's still semi-warm out because it sucks doing that in the cold. So it sure does. Get them ready to go. 
Um, prep your generator for wintertime. So I know this is going to be really strange because we've never mentioned this on the podcast before, but test it, run it, know how it works. Come really on. Weird. I is know. that a thing? If people actually do that? I know, right? Um, so just make sure it's ready to go. buy it and put it on the shelf. Oh, yeah. Don't even take it out of the box, right? <laughs> that's how you, that's how you <laughs> get it from rusting, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't rust. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, swap out the oil. Um, throw some fuel stabilizer in there. New set of plugs if you need them. Uh, if you don't, get extras. Even if you do, get extras. Uh, and then, like I said, run it and make sure all's in good order. And you may as well do it in October while it's you know not stifling hot out, but not freezing cold. Uh, it's also a great time to wax your vehicle too. Like give yes. it a good wash and wax. This is the perfect yep. time to do it when it's not too hot. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like October for that. It's just <laughs> the right temperature out. Usually there's the odd day where it's cold, but for the most part, it's good to get all kinds of stuff done because it's not too hot, mm. not too cold. Um, speaking of, of waxing your vehicle, get it serviced. You know, time to time to book it in at least for the tire swap because don't forget everybody else is going to do the mad dash when that first flake of snow <laughs> floats in the air. Uh, they get their tire oh, swap. So start getting your vehicle. Even if you don't want to do it now, get it booked in uh, and get ready to swap out for, for winter tires. Uh, those of you that don't like winter tires, well, that's fine. You can write me an email later and tell me I'm stupid for having them, but I like to have them. So <laughs> whatever. It's not wrong yeah, to have them. Whatever. No, and it's not wrong to not have them. It's up to you. I'm just seeing a high of 29 tomorrow, yeah. so or yeah, yeah tomorrow. So, yeah, so I'm gonna, I mean, maybe not do that yet. But. That's why I said book it in. You don't have to yeah. do it yet, but book it in for you know the first week of November or whatever. Beat the rush. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, the way they're the way they're talking, you may not be able to wait till the first of November. There's the Farmers Almanac, and a bunch of them are saying it's going to be uh, it's going to be an early snow. Yeah, they've been saying that for the last four years, though. And I was going to say. Last year, I used my snowboard. Yeah, not, not quite as much racket as if there has been this year, though. But you're right. They, they've they said that for four years, and they've been wrong for four years. But well, Eventually, they're going to be right. I really, I'd I love, I'd be love to have their job where you're wrong 90% of the time, and you still get paid. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. You can't get, can't get fired for being a weatherman, like even mm -hmm. no matter how often you're wrong. It's great. 10% probability of precipitation. Yep, done. You're covered. Yep. yep. <laughs> I saw there was a chance. Yeah, there was, and yeah, hey, and it did or didn't rain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, inventory food stores. Great time to go through uh, all your food stores, see what you've got, see what you don't have, see what's missing, um, and get ready because there's a very high likelihood if we do get that big snowstorm that uh, they're calling for for uh, for this winter, uh, you might be stuck for a couple of days. So make sure your all your food stores are in order and everything is uh, is ready to go. And while you're doing that, you may as well check your wa your water storage as well. See uh, see if you're getting low, or if maybe there's something missing, or what kind of um, state it's in. Maybe start swapping it out. And how many life uh, straws you have? Yeah, how many life straws you have? Because Ian's not here, so we can talk about life straws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and with the with the food storage, we were just talking about this off air. Actually, yeah. the uh, your your PC optimum points for for the yeah. Canucks in the, in the crowd. Um, great way to use a uh, great thing to use those on it doesn't doesn't end up costing you anything to, to top up and keep yourself well prepared yeah yeah you gotta love those points yep absolutely uh, check a secondary uh, source of heat so you know we all for the most part rely on furnaces and whatever to, to keep your your house warm or fire or whatever source you use um, check your secondary source and if you don't have one find one so, you know, make sure your fireplace is in good order. If you've got an electric heater as backup, make sure it's working and in good order. Um, just 
check your secondary source because you should have something just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, check and service some pumps. Good time to do it. Yes, Make sure they're absolutely. in good, good order. Unless you're like me and you replace both of them this year, then you probably don't have to worry about it. Probably not. Go over and just have a look. Make sure they're still there. Walk oh, away. Yeah. Of course, now that you've now that you've said that, you will need to replace them. Well, I, I mean, my my sump pumps run twenty four hours a day. Like I hear them at least once an hour, no matter what. So yep. if I if I don't hear them, I, I I recognize I don't hear them. At least it's once an hour. Mine go every thirty <laughs> seconds to a minute. So yeah, that's fun. That's, uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, wow. that is such is life. At least the the that's basement's bad. not flooding. Yeah. yeah. High water table here. Uh, uh, inventory your, your winter gear. So make sure that you've got enough shovels. You've got enough salt for uh, for melting ice. You've got enough sand. Uh, you know, all, all those tools and equipment that you're going to need to maintain uh, your, your residence and, and make sure that you've got a clear path to get to and from. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure it's in good order. Because nothing worse than uh, the first big snowstorm realizing... Oh, my my shovel's not here, or it's broken, or it's not uh, it's not in a, a state where it can be used. Um, so just or make sure you have it, or it's or yeah. it's in the back of the shed in the back of the yard, and you have to go trudging all the way across to get. Yeah, it. exactly. So just make sure that you've got all that <laughs> stuff ready to go, and it's in good order. Uh, <laughs> even Pierre's getting in on the carbon monoxide here. It's true, Show, and uh, t- telling us to make sure that there's no propane inside the house. Absolutely see, right. Yeah. I like uh, Unger here. My secondary <laughs> heat supply is Jeff's wood pile. Oh, see, my secondary heat supply is Jeff. As long as he's, as long as he's a big spoon, I'm never cold. Uh, well, Pierre's, Pierre's got a good uh, a good point in the live chat here that uh, hand yeah. warmer boxes are on sale at Costco. Well, now it's time to stock, yeah, stock up. Worth those, those things are great. Absolute lifesavers. Uh, yep. Oh, here's a good, uh, a good Pierre, one Pierre, if you're going well. this week, uh, grab me one. Do a, Pierre, do a full deep week, clean of all animal housing. <laughs> just yes. grab the whole panel one uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so do a full skin. deep clean uh, of animal housing before it gets all yep. snowy good point yeah that's a great point yeah if that's if that's a thing for you then absolutely your yep. rabbits and chickens and llamas and goats and tigers and yeah. stuff oh my <laughs> uh, Look, yeah, Chris, sure uh, Chris has a good point in the live chat too um, you can swap tires yourself as well so uh, good practice for emergency. So yeah, if, if you've never done it before, try it. See if you can do it yourself. Why not? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you don't have to book them if uh, if you've never done it before. If the weather's decent decent right now to try it. So give it a whirl. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's I mean, point, worst right? case, you won't be able to go anywhere and have to, you know, I'm sure you can find someone. With. I'm sure you can find someone that can help you. YouTube will have a 13 year old somewhere that can tell you how to do it. And how to fix Absolutely. It. And <laughs> like changing tires really isn't that big a deal. Yeah. Um, the only the only real thing no. to be aware of is there is your your bolting pattern and your torque. So, yeah. um, if you can't yeah. figure that out, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. Probably not. No, I usually take my my vehicle in. I get them to swap the tires, do the oil, do all that kind of fun stuff all one go. Because yep, why not? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm the same. I, I just get the. I just get it all serviced. I mean, I've got to have my oil changed at some point in the next few weeks, and I need brake pads, so I'm just going to let them do it all. And Unger's got another point in the live chat: uh, vacuums out vehicles spring and fall, and uses the generator or that to test uh, if it's working or not. And if they can that's do a, it, uh, that's a great use. That's a yeah. great point. Yeah, because uh, the vacuum, uh, two, uh, vacuum two birds, one stone, big draw. and it's a big draw. Like it's not a. Yeah. Uh, 
it's not a small it's not a small draw like plugging in an LED light or anything. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's it's yeah. worth it to give it some work. Yep. Absolutely. I like that. Um, so next on my list here is check your gutters clean and clean them out. Yeah, or install the no clean the no Yeah, I had that on my list too. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, or do that. Yeah, get, get something figured out for your your rain gutters because uh, once the snow melts, water's got to go somewhere. So Absolutely. Now I now have no gutters to clean, to clean ever again. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Rub it in. Yep. It's all <laughs> in the planning. That uh, stuff is great. Gutter helmet is awesome. Yep. It's fantastic Good to know. Might have to check that out. Absolutely worth the investment. It's it's not expensive mm-hmm. either. Like your your whole house is under two hundred dollars. Hmm. Good the average know. house, anyways. Yeah, probably. That's a Pierre mentioned. I should definitely uh, look into that because I know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brad. I should I That's should it. actually look into that because my neighbor is a gutter guy, and he sells the damn stuff, and I could probably work a good deal to get it installed. But I just haven't had time to remember to go over and see him for it. So. So there's this magical thing called the internet where you can send messages instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I even have his phone number so I can text him. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> so Pierre mentions in the live chat that uh, the sale at Costco is 12 bucks, and you get 40 pairs of hand warmers. That's a great so deal. That I, might just great over, deal. I might go renew my membership just for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, and I, I've also got on my list here, just take some time and walk your property. Clean up some debris. Uh, see, you know, clean up sticks and twigs and anything else that's laying around. Um, and, you know, why not make some pine cone fire starters or something while you're at it? Because you're going to have to start a fire at some point, I'm sure, because it's winter time and why not? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it'll help you in the spring, but also it's a great time. I don't know about anywhere else, but this part of Ontario for sure has had a lot of rain over the last few weeks. Yep. And um, it's really easy to see the low points. Figure yep. out where they are so you can you can plan for the spring. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff you can do to get ready for the winter, and that's just a few. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got a few things to you, Jeff? Uh, yeah, a lot of it's been covered. I just said, you know, get get all your summer toys uh, serviced for the winter. Like you said, uh, you know, your fuel and your fuel stabilizer, your oil change. Um Lawnmowers, importantly, clean under your mower deck. Get rid of all the, the grass that sometimes sticks to the bottom of the deck there so it doesn't rot it from the bottom through. Um, I also said, you know, get your house ready for winter. Clean out the gutters like you said. But you know what? Check your weather stripping. Your weather stripping mm-hmm. around your doors and windows. Make sure it's not um, cracked or broken or something's missing. Um, if you've got... You know, a room that you don't use or you've got a window that's maybe just a tad bit drafty, it's not going to hurt. Put that plastic um, stuff over it. I don't know what they call it. It's It's got the, tape the around window, the edges. And, uh, yep. heat you heat it with yeah. your uh, with a hairdryer and it, it's basically invisible, but makes a huge difference in, uh, in cutting out drafts, especially in the cold. Hmm. Absolutely. That's a good point. Um, I've also got... Um, again, it was mentioned, I heat with wood, so, you know, make sure your, your stove and your chimney are, are cleaned and in good shape. Uh, your car battery, make sure your car battery is in good shape. If it's more than five years old, chances are you probably should think about replacing it. Even if you think it's good, 
Because, um, of course, as we all know, when you don't want it to fail, it will in the middle of the night in the snowy parking lot. So, um, again, you know, Eric talked about walking around your property. I'm saying check your roof. Have a look at your roof. Make sure that over the the summer in the storms, you don't have any damage. They're missing shingles or anything like that. Um, You know, you guys talked about... Get some extra plastic for the roof. Yep. A couple of tarps. Yep. 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 Nails nails and big washers. Absolutely. And... um, you know, Eric, Eric, they talked about the gutter guard thing. Um, if you've got, and I have a problem on the one side of my roof, it doesn't get enough sun, and I get some, I get some ice buildup. So I have uh, those electric um, cables. You just loop it on the roof, melts through the ice, and um, nothing's uh, worse than than water damage through uh, the ice backing it up. So uh, again, the winter bag for your your vehicle, like I I've got in there. I threw in another thing. Throw in some snacks. You never know when you're going to end up on that highway and that road closure for hours and hours and hours. Have mm-hmm. uh, have some snacks or something in there. Make sure you've got some water. Yeah, it might freeze, but if it's... Even if you're just, uh, if you're just stuck on the highway be- behind an accident, right? If you're... Yep. It just takes time. It takes time to clean up clean up a collision. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it, even if you're not, you know, stuck in a ditch somewhere, you could just be stuck on the road for, for a while. Um, yep. all, it, especially if you have kids, snacks make the world go around. Absolutely, yeah. it does. And like, and like, a, like with, I've been a couple of times, and, 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 I, and I've, I've been in it. I was uh, a couple years ago. They had a big, huge crash on the 400, and I got stuck in the backup, and I was there for uh, almost two and a half hours. Yep. So, and it was uh, it was the middle of January, and it was about minus twenty and a wind chiller about minus thirty five. So, um, yeah, that's a good I point, was, Jeff. That's, this is when all the big crashes start to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I drive a, on on a dr- on that thing. I always carry extra fuel. Carry. I say to people carry extra fuel if you can. If you've got a pickup truck, put it in the back. I understand in a car you're not yeah. going to put it in your trunk or you shouldn't, but um, if you can carry extra fuel. Because again, you're caught in that accident. You just didn't bother to get to the gas station that morning before. You know, you're screwed. Half, half tank is empty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jason's got a good point in the, the live chat here. Uh, use your air compressor to blow out all your garden hoses. Empower that air compressor with your generator. Yeah, empower. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Actually, that's yep. that's what I use to uh, clean out the um, my the, my mom's trailer when I do the water lines. I just disconnect it from the water, put an air compressor on the end of it, open the taps and just blow it right out. Mm-hmm. That's great. No, that's, that's a good absolutely. way to do it. Absolutely. Yep. And the Pierre's got another good, uh, a good tip in the live chat here too, for uh, those out there that don't have a Costco membership, you can buy a gift card and use it. You don't need a membership to purchase or use gift cards. So that's true. Thanks for the tip here. Appreciate it. This episode brought to you by Costco. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a real, if, we, if, we mention it, if we mention if we mention a store more than three times in the episode, we have to uh, we have to yep. show it. Sponsored by, yep, I think so. <laughs> Why not? Right? Why not? Yep. Well, Kyle's got yeah. another good point in the live chat here as well. Uh, make sure you've got a safety vest, you know, triangles. Uh, if you ever have to work on a vehicle along the road, um, great things to have because you want to mm-hmm. be seen. You know, sometimes yes. you don't want to be seen. Situations like that, yeah, you do want to be seen. So definitely. I, I have one to add to that to Kyle that I have a couple of flashlights that they have a magnet on the 
the bulb end and the whole barrel, the whole assembly is clear. And it has uh, an option to turn on a flashing red light. So you can stick that on the top of your car and turn the flashing red light on to let somebody know if, if you don't have triangles or something that, that to let them know that you are, you are there on the side of the road in the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a really good point is especially in the wind, like anytime, any season, but especially wintertime, because you're going to be seeing a lot more crashes and a lot more things that could possibly disable your vehicle. Yeah, having a way to be seen huge because mm-hmm. yes, like a traffic one, almost like a traffic yeah. one, Kyle. Yep. And, and the people fact that there's less the sunlight, yeah, that too. Yep. Good point. Yeah. We're losing a lot of that sunlight. So you know, like I was saying, people don't pay attention at the best of times. Um, and then if you're sitting in the side of the road or somewhere where they don't expect you to be, yeah, you want to be seen uh, and you want to be seen for a distance. So yeah, some good points. Yeah. I had uh, a couple of points that you guys all talked on um, just to make sure all the paths around your house are, are free and clear of any debris. So you're not walking through the snow and, tripping over something like a, a rake or something at the early start of the season and it doesn't get damaged under the snow all, all winter and cut your grass one last time yep. i've heard that that helps i've never actually done it and um, well you did you just didn't plan on it you always cut your yeah. grass one last time yes you, yeah, you, you were right, right. last time yep. you were right you know, just, yeah who cares what was, it, yeah. what was that movie? It was in the Sandlot. One one day you went out to play with your friends for the last time, and none of you knew that it was the last time. Yes, I yeah. think it was the Sandlot. Anyways, yeah, um, like you guys had said, you know, get your snowblower looked at if you have to change a belt, like Jeff said, or you know, change your change your fuel into it because it's been sitting there since the last time you used it and whatnot. Um, get some high tests for your snowblower. Run it through for the first time of the year. And uh, like you guys had said already as well, that you know, make sure all your vehicles have the appropriate kits in them. I have a propane heater, well, propane furnace. It's my first year with a propane furnace. When I bought this house two years ago, it had no furnace in it. But uh, when they installed the furnace, I had them put an extra tank on the house. So I have plans in, in middle of November to call them, tell them, get out here and fill, them, fill up my tanks before it gets to their busy season and they can't mm-hmm. access the tanks too quickly. Empty any rain barrels around your house, your water bibs from the, uh, from the inside of the house and turn the taps off. That would really suck if they, uh, they froze and cracked in the wintertime. And Alan, you were saying earlier that your, uh, your sump pumps don't stop running. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they don't have to run because the water's on the inside of the house. That's, that's the ideal. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, like you said, clean your clean your gutters. Walk your walk your property tree line and make sure there's no uh, dead branches. Now that the leaves are gone, they've hidden the dead branches throughout the season that they're going to fall on your house and cause damage. Good points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely need uh, to dig my snowblower out. That's uh, that's going to be my next priority, I think. Yeah. And Unger yes. makes a good point there in the live chat. Check on elderly people in your family or friends and see if they need help prepping something for the winter. It's easier Great to help point. them now than in the middle of winter. Absolutely. Hey, um, Jeff, you okay there? Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Alan. Well done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Oh, well played, well played. But that is a great point, Unger. Is yeah, Absolutely. check on people now. That's uh, that's a really good thing to keep in mind. Is we we often focus on getting our own things all lined up and ready to go, and we forget that uh, you know go check on other people as well. And make sure they're good. Um, I see Scott here laughing uh, in the live chat. Um, should probably yeah, go well, check he on can come on too. live and laugh if he wants to. He could have. Uh, he had just saying. I should. We should probably all go check on him because I think he's the oldest panelist. I think he is. So yeah. Yeah, he's pushing what ninety-seven, I think. <laughs> By the way, he talks absolutely. Yeah, just, just things like things like Keen and and bees knees and yep, <laughs> cats meow. Yeah. Uh, Freya's got a good point in the live chat as well. Uh, stock up on animal food in case uh, the weather or world goes nuts and you can't get it. Absolutely, good point. Yeah, yeah, we talk a lot about um, stocking up food for yourself and your family, uh, but yeah, uh, pets are, are family as well, right? So make sure that they've got. Uh, They've got enough food to go, and, and so. livestock is is is, is future yep. food. So it, it makes exactly sense to keep uh, keep everybody uh, keep everybody happy and healthy until yep. until their time comes to be needed. Exactly. And te- and test all your things. If you have a if if you have um, um, a heater to keep the like a submersible heater to keep the water from keep the water from freezing for your livestock, then make sure it works. Yep. Yeah. Um, Whatever, whatever yeah. your, whatever you normally do to keep your keep your property going in the winter, run it now before you need to, so that uh, so that it's ready to go when the time comes. Kyle's yeah. got a good point in the live chat here. Uh, if you do insulate your pipes, make sure to mark them with red or blue electrical tape, uh, just to be able to label which one's hot, which one's cold. And make sure you mark the red one hot and the blue one cold. I yeah. uh, I may have made that mistake once and couldn't figure <laughs> out why. My washing machine wasn't working properly. Well, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is the time to to go over your over your preps, go over your property, go over your home, make sure everything is in good working order. Because, um, like I've mentioned a few times, it, the weather is perfect right now. Uh, October's nice; mm-hmm. it's not too hot, not too cold, uh, so you can get a lot of stuff done. Uh, and just make sure that it's ready to go because the winter does beat things up and it's coming sure quickly. So now's the time to, to get ready for it and make sure that all your stuff is lined up, ready to go. Um, can't hurt to sit down and, and chat with family as well about uh, plans for what if. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Refresh, refresh the memory as to what, uh, what you're going to do if a big snowstorm happens. What happens if it comes in and... You know, the kids are at school if in-person in school is still a thing come the wintertime or, um, you know, mom and dad are at work and the kids are at home or whatever. Get those plans back into place and just use use the time to refresh what uh, what you're going to do and how you're going to regroup if uh, if a big storm comes in or a big closure happens or something like that. All those no-cost preps that we talked about last episode. Yeah. Look at that tie yeah, in the last you, uh, episode. Now's the time to review them. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, uh, you guys were talking earlier about the uh, secondary heating option, yep. and mm-hmm. uh, Pierre down here says, uh, "Where was it here? Backup heating, backup cooking option." Sorry. Good point. I yep. have two. Uh, you you go to a buffet every so often, and uh, the ones that I've been to, anyways, have. The little butane stove that the the chef or the the, the line cook whatever will cook your eggs yep. to order. Yep. Those things you can run inside with not a whole lot of worry about the uh, the propane or the, whatnot the kerosene the CO emissions. And I have two of them and I, they work beautifully. If you, if I sit them next to my 
um, kitchen sink, which is right at the window. Crack the window just a little bit and use that, and they last for quite a while on one can. Uh, I have 15 cans, and I've only bought them three times, and I've had my stoves seven years. The last the cans last quite a while, and they're perfectly safe to store anywhere. Nice. Now, just for clarity, butane still does produce carbon monoxide, but it's oh, yeah, very it clean is. burning. It's a very clean burning fuel, so yes. it will produce less. Absolutely, you're correct. Yes. You don't have to open minutes, the thirty you know, seconds. Six win- yeah, you don't have to open. <laughs> you don't have to open six windows to air yeah. it out. You just need one window open, and I use it right next to that window, and it it. It cooks beautifully. Yep. Uh, another tip from Kyle in the live chat. Um, they split the cost of a commercial cutting and splitter among three families. Uh, so it cuts the time down and a great use for uh, for a mag. So good Absolutely. point. Getting a log yep. splitter. Log, log splitter. Yeah. Log splitter saved my life. I, I have yep. a, a neighbor that has one and um, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I stole Jeff's once. They're fantastic. I gave it back yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's been counting for us. <laughs> <laughs> He's got oh, the official Kyle. scorecard. Yep. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle is, is now, that a bingo has, has now been nominated got to be our, now? Is it a bingo? Yeah. He's, he's been nominated <laughs> to be our official stats keeper. Yep. jeez. <laughs> oh, so uh, anything else uh, to throw out there for winter preps? I think we missed live chat's been great with uh, covering a couple of holes that we missed here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, oh, think, it's basically now. Yeah. It's now's the time to just go over everything. Um, you know, don't get too overwhelmed with thinking you have to deep dive into everything, but just give a good overview of what you've got, what you may need and just get ready for, for old man winter because he's too, uh, showing right? up like, soon. Are, yeah. Are your, are your boots, are your boots still waterproof? Have they cracked exactly, over yeah. the summer? Do they need a new coat of silicone or mink oil or whatever it is? So we'll just yep. now whatever whatever it is that that you need, find that find that stuff and make it happen. Yeah, some general upkeep. Now's the time to do it. Yep. Make sure everything's ready to go, uh, and then repeat the uh, the same. And we do an episode at the end of the winter for, uh, for getting spring. ready for spring. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure we'll do, do the an episode opposite, on that right? as well. Exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> well, with that, shall we move into the podcast challenge? You should have your car fully prepped for winter by Thanksgiving. Now, for our American yes. listeners, that's Canadian Thanksgiving, which is next month. Yeah. Yeah. For you crazy Americans that celebrate it in November, that's too late. Yeah. So our Thanksgiving. Yeah. Real Thanksgiving. Why, why, why wait that long to have turkey? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just have turkey again six weeks later, you yeah. know? Well, you yeah, know, why not? I like that idea, actually. That that works. We'll just do Just two Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I got a turkey fryer. Right. Well, there you go. Don't uh, upcoming doors. events. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Add another one to the scorecard, Kyle. <laughs> so, upcoming events. Uh, MapleseedRifleman.com slash events. I think it's still a thing. Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Besides that, we don't have any events. Nothing's happening. No, just the way the world is. So, Thanks, Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, deal of the week. Yeah. So uh, Canadian Tire has a Blue Hive power banks on sale at a 65% savings till October 7th. So check those out. Normally they're 80 bucks and they're down to uh, 25. Ooh. So, fancy dancy. 
So that's the actual price versus the marked up price. Yeah. Yeah. As we've said before. I've got a couple of Blue Hive stuff and they're good. Okay. I'd never heard of them before, so it's good to hear they're good. Yeah. All right. Moving to uh, shout outs. So, I'm going to shout uh, out with Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, 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 now, our, our nominated uh, official statistics keeper for yep. all of our references. That's uh, yeah, uh, our new statistician. Yeah. 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 All right. I've got a quick uh, shout out uh, to everyone that's uh, emailed in re- uh, recently or lately. Um, I have neglected the inbox for a little bit. And um, prior to the show tonight, I went through it and replied to a bunch of emails and uh, just wanted to say a quick thanks to those who've emailed in and either let us know that uh, we've helped you out with a few things or have sent in some uh, show ideas. It's uh, much appreciated because uh, it takes a little bit to figure out what we want to talk about every week. So if we, uh, if we know what people want to hear, it just makes, makes life Listen, a lot easier. We talk about three basic things. We talk about Ian. We talk about wood gasifiers. We talk about carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Those all three things Everything are else on is your fluff. official. Yeah, all three things are on your your official stack cart. Uh, you can get those at uh, prepperpodcast.ca while you're buying some swag. <laughs> <laughs> you can play along every Sunday. <laughs> all right, let's move into uh, email and iTunes reviews. So we've got an email from Unger. It says, uh, listening to the latest podcast, number 131, uh, and you put a call out for fuel storage ideas. So uh, here's a few of mine. Uh, Currently looking at getting a uh, slip tank or transfer tank uh, for the back of my truck. So typical tanks hold about 100 gallons. Uh, When I get one, I will fill both my vehicles from it instead of going to the gas station. So uh, then uh, the fuel tank, instead uh, keeping the fuel fresh, uh, it's always in your vehicle, easily locked. Uh, insurance companies who limit the amount of fuel you're allowed to store on the property can't say squat. Fair enough. All right. Uh, also, uh, my wife will enjoy not having the fuel up anymore. Uh, I will still have the standard jerry cans in the shed in case my vehicle isn't there when uh, shit hits the fan. Uh, it's got another Good. fuel idea. For a mag group or family group is seeing about getting a card lock uh, fuel card. Uh, you can typically save a nickel per liter by doing that. Uh, you need to work out a system of who got how much fuel and how to pay for it, but it's usually pretty easy. Um, something to think about when storing fuel is the difference in summer and winter fuels and uh, when they change over. Uh, I believe it's the first week in November to uh, winter additives and uh, that get added to the fuel the first week of May when they go back to summer. Uh, but don't quote them on that. So Summer and in and out there. I believe you just did quote him on that, Eric. I, I did, yeah. So you've been quoted, Unger. Sorry. <laughs> uh, home heating oil can be used in diesel engines, but more modern vehicles don't overly like it. Uh, so vehicles with uh, diesel particulate filter really don't like uh, like it, so only use it in the last case scenario. Uh, in a shit-hit-the-fan situation, most road or heavy equipment construction companies have large fuel tanks with 120-volt pumps uh, on their property. So having a small generator, rudimentary electrical skills, and a master key, in quotes, uh, may be useful. Uh, almost all have diesel tanks. Some have gas as well. Again, only true in a shit-hit-the-fan moment. So we don't uh, we don't condone you just breaking into places and stealing gas. That's uh, no. as long terrible as, as long as the rule of law is in, is in place, this is not a good yeah. idea. You will be liable for it. We do not condone that at all. 
Nope. What you do with but your own time, however, is none of our business. Just don't. You're tell all us adults. Yep, you're all adults. You make your own okay. decisions, whether <laughs> they're poor or not. So. Yeah, I hope so. Based <laughs> on what we talk about. Nope. Um, another thing we're thinking of, <laughs> since Jeff won't get his ham license, <laughs> uh, if you want to have a conversation on the air about the podcast, uh, be welcome to join you on a repeater to have that chat. <laughs> and you're now off my Christmas card list. <laughs> who, who, me, me or Unger? Both. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you were never on it though, Eric. You're so... <laughs> and Unger, I will take you up on that invitation to have a chat on the, uh, the ham network at some point because... Um, so just, just the one thing I'll, I'll comment on. I don't know what kind of fuel you're... you're considering putting in that those big tanks in the back of your truck mm -hmm. most of them specifically and clearly state that they are for diesel fuel only uh not for gas and it's mainly because they don't vent very well and uh, of course gas expands and contracts a lot more and you have to have it vented or uh, you may end up with more problems than you thought you were going to solve but um yeah a lot, a lot of them say diesel only if you can find one that's gas great but a lot of them uh, in the back there are for, are for diesel only. Or if you have a good diesel point. truck, then it doesn't matter. Exactly. One or yeah. the other. A good point. Yeah. And we got something another email. Else to, uh, oh, go ahead. Something else to uh, think about. Anybody wanting to store fuel like that who has any inclinations of starting a small hobby farm, if you register your farm and one vehicle is registered to the farm, then you have, uh, you're basically able to get a fuel company to drop off a tank for you, whether it's gas or diesel. Like one of those tanks, like uh, um, Unger was saying about the construction companies, those big uh, five or 6,000 liter tanks, you can legally have one on your property because it is for your farm. They usually have a pretty good discount on filling up the tank for you. My dad has his, his own farm agritourism business and we have three tanks on the property. One is regular diesel, one is one is dyed diesel, and one is high test gas. And the only reason he can have that, the tractors and his personal vehicle is listed as a farm vehicle so he can have the gas, the regular gas. Hmm. There's many times in the middle of the winter he's gone to fill up his vehicle from that gas tank to be able to go and get groceries, whatnot, when there's a power outage, there's a winter storm coming. Mm -hmm. Something point. to keep in mind. And there the may dyed, also be some tax advantages to that. Yeah. Yeah, there say, most definitely that, is tax advantages to that. Is, is, no, is either no tax or very little tax, if I'm not mistaken. It's also not street legal. There is, there, Again, be very the, aware of what you're doing. <laughs> yep. That you if don't you get yourself in trouble. By, by yeah. the MTO or whatever you yeah. have. But. Yeah. Yeah. That, there are rules around that. There are, there are rules around, around that. that yes, be as careful. Long as, you're, um, yeah, as long as you're able to do that legally, that's, uh, um, that's an excellent option to be able to buy in bulk. Um, yes. And potentially avoid having to go pilfering, which yep. would be the yes. ideal. So we also got an email from Aaron and Oren, and it says, Hi, listen to the food rotation episode first, then caught up on the 3D printing episode while installing and doing inventory with your tips. 
Thanks for the generator advice. We think we'll go with a portable fuel one and invest in a solar changeable lithium battery that can stay in the house when it runs and store in a Faraday box. Loving all the tips and great guests. Thanks for being part of our prepared tribe. Well, Aaron Norn, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yep. Glad you got uh, you got to catch up there. The uh, that both of those episodes were a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, sounds like you got a you got a solid setup there. Um, if you would like, if you feel comfortable with it, we'd love to see a picture of how it works. Um, shoot it into feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. That'd be awesome. We'd love and to see just that. so everybody's clear, um, Kyle is absolutely the winner this week. Somebody asked who Ian is, and he identified him as the Vancouver Island Unicorn. <laughs> he is the winner. Kyle, you Kyle, just won the internet. Your 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 yeah. patches in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's yeah, that's Ian's new nickname. Fantastic, <laughs> Vancouver Island Unicorn. <laughs> uh, so. If you li- if you listen quietly across Victoria, you can hear his call. CGM, CGM, CGM. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, with that, I will bring episode number 132 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to an end. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or of course your favorite podcast app. Uh, please help us out, submit a review. It helps other people find us, and it might even bring Ian back. We do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube for now. If you want an early peek at the shows, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click the notifications tab. That gives you an alert when we're going live. You can contact me at alan at prepperpodcast.ca, and that's alan with one L. And you can get me just at the generic feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. One of them will track me down. (laughs) Or hunt me down, maybe would be a better word for it. I would send you any correspondence via ham, but yeah, it won't work. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can be reached at monkman038 at gmail.com if anybody wants to send something my way. Awesome. And uh, please check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there in the live chat, uh, or you can also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe, and check your CO alarms.